0: Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. Today I have Dr. Arjuna Stresta back on the podcast. I think she was one of the original women that I interviewed when my podcast was imposter to unstoppable. And she is back to talk a little bit more about her journey and why I believe, and she agrees, that she qualifies as a rebel physician. She is a board-certified emergency physician and a certified life and weight loss coach, best-selling author, speaker, and entrepreneur. She is the founder of Mama Doc School where she coaches physician moms on lasting weight loss in her Mama Docs Weight Loss Accelerator. Her mission and purpose is to uplift and empower working women, in particular women doctors. You can check out her free mini course called Secrets to Lasting Weight Loss for Stressed Out, Busy Physician Moms at MamaDocsSchool.com. Or you can find her on Instagram at MightyMomMD. Enjoy our episode. Arsha, it's so good to have you back on the podcast. I think you were actually, when my podcast was Imposter to Unstoppable, I think you were one of the first like 10 guests, which is already over three years ago. So it's really good to have you back, especially talking about through the lens of a rebel physician, which I think you qualify for a rebel physician, but I would love for you to tell me what that looks like for you, how you've made medicine work for you, all of that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, Kristen, it's so amazing to be back here um, and to be talking with you. And I love the evolution of your podcast. And I just love this whole terminology of rebel physicians. So kudos to you to co- for coming up with that. And it's such a great term. And I guess like what it means to me is really um, it's just all about like listening to yourself and honoring yourself, right? Like I actually come from a family of doctors. My mom is a doctor, Um, my brother's a cardiologist, even my in-laws, like pretty much (laughs) all of my in-laws, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my brother-in-law and his wife, they're all doctors. So there's a lot of doctors in the family. And, um, you know, it can be very easy to think medicine has to look one way, right? Like that this is your calling and it should be the only thing you ever do in life from the time you graduate med school and residency till the, you know, you're 65 or whatever, just something happens, you're unable to physically do it anymore. Um, and so, you know, for me, it was really about like, I know that I'm a multi-passionate person. Well, yes, I do love medicine and I do um, think it was the right career for me to go into. And, you know, I'm an emergency physician. And even when I chose the field of emergency medicine, I knew like that was like my passion. At that time, it was like the only place in the hospital where I really felt like I belonged. And I loved the excitement. I loved like sort of being the hero and going in to save someone's life, you know? And I was just felt like it was like on the front lines of medicine. And so I absolutely loved it. But for me, like things started to shift as like, I was like, man, I am multi passionate. I have so many other things that I've, that I love to do. Like I've always loved writing. I actually have a master's degree in journalism. And, um, also started to fall in love with coaching. And I was on a fitness journey, um, basically trying to lose weight from burnout, <laughs> from professional burnout, from parental burnout, what I call double burnout, basically. And went on this journey losing weight um, and started to realize, and you know, as I was doing that, people started asking me, what do you do in Archana to lose the weight? You look amazing. Your energy is amazing. And um, they started to ask me to help them. And so I did. And I started to fall in love with coaching. And so I started to realize there's so many other sides of me besides like the daily, you know, seeing patients and while it's a wonderful thing to do, um, over time, you know, it did kind of feel routine and kind of like, you know, after the 1000th abdominal pain or chest pain patient, you know, it wasn't so exciting anymore. And so it's like, I want to really tap into my passions and, um, Basically, I I mean, I think like being a rebel physician really means like allowing yourself and acknowledging yourself, honoring yourself, like the different sides of you and asking like, how do I want this to look for me? You know, there are many different ways that practicing medicine can look for different people. um, And how is it that I want it to look for me? And that was really shutting out everyone else's opinions Mm -hmm. of what I should be doing including family members like my parents or my in-laws or brothers, you know, like including their opinions and me like and really just being like, well, like what's what is it for me and what really lights my fire? What makes me excited every day? What makes me want to like kind of get up and go every day? Um, and more and more as the years went on, it was more about coaching. It was more about writing. It was more about like a, a developed this entrepreneurial bug. And I say, it's it's very interesting. It was mostly when I became a mom, after becoming a mom, like something in me, like started to see problems and started to see solutions. And that's like really
0: where like an entrepreneur really starts is like someone who's a problem solver. I I think your view and, and definition of rebel physician is exactly what I've, what I think about as well. And I love that you brought up like asking yourself, like, what does this look like for me? And I don't know about you, but that's just not something that in residency, like anyone ever thought to ask me or planted a seed in my head. I had to kind of come up with that on my own. Was that your experience as well? Well,
1: yeah, you know, I was lucky in that um in emergency medicine where I went to residency, it was at uh George Washington University um uh, in DC, Washington DC, like I had a great residency director who was like, listen, like you guys need to have like a side passion, like you need to have some other passion besides the clinical practice of emergency medicine. Like I think he just realized it does get like kind of monotonous, it does get routine. And so what was really cool about him was that he always had us do like this pro, like this was part of the residency, we had to do a project where it was like sort of a side passion, like for those three, four years of residency where we were supposed to be kind of like working on something else besides the clinical practice of medicine. And for me, since I had a journalism degree, I was always working on medical journalism. So I would do like um, a rotation, like a medical journalism rotation. I did that at the ABC medical unit. in Boston. And then I did some time with a health reporter in Washington, DC. And then I did some like research related to it. And I produced a documentary. So that was kind of actually really cool. Like he planted the seed in our heads that, um, you know, and then I was like writing, I was blogging, I created my own blog. So he kind of planted the seed in our head that like, yeah, you should have something else. And I guess, you know, sort of gave us a permission to do that. Cause he was like, that passion is going to carry you forward. I mean, of course it did need to be related to medicine somehow. And so I, I think that that was actually really helpful that, that he planted that seed in us. I mean, in terms of like working full-time, part-time or something in between, like, I definitely saw that modeled in emergency medicine um, with some of the attendings, you know, many, many of the women um, physicians, including the attendings in my residency practice, like would have sort of a hybrid schedule or like I saw them having babies and then like, you know, they would go on maternity leave or like sometimes they would cut down their hours. So I definitely knew it was possible and, um, you know, saw that there was gonna be some flexibility in,
0: in work hours. That's perfect. I love that. I think that makes it a little bit easier for you maybe when you went, went to make the transition. So I'd love to hear a little bit more, if you don't mind, about what role medicine plays in your life now tell me more about Mama Docs. And then if you don't mind kind of exploring the transition and the journey, and maybe just hitting on like the obstacles, or if other physicians are thinking about a change, like, is there any any little nuggets in there that you could tell them as they start to embark on this journey for themselves?
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, there's so much there that I can share. Like, so for me, um, I mean, I guess I'll just share like, what was my decision making? Like, how did I decide that I was going to like transition? And so I was working more or less full-time throughout much of my career in the emergency department. There were times where I would cut back like after having a kid and like I have two kids now, but like after I'd have a child, then sometimes, well, actually it was only after my second child that I cut back some hours, but then it would gradually creep back up to like full-time. And what was going on though in the background was I was building a business. Like I was coaching on health and wellness, and I was building a business in the background, and more and more that was becoming more and more of my passion. And I, because of the unpredictable schedule of emergency medicine, I was like, I really want to have more control over my time. And I was like trying to think about like how could I make that work so I have like consistent evenings off, or you know, um, more holidays off. But not only that, but like I really just wanted to have some dedicated time to work on this business, so I could serve my clients better, so I could grow it more. And so um, and I just like kind of kind of had that angst in my head. <laughs> I was like, gosh, I really just kind of felt a little divided. Like I, I like emergency medicine and I was definitely like, you know, helping to support my family, but I really wanted to grow my business. And it was really COVID that forced me to make a decision, you know. And and so I think like COVID was a great awakener for for many people. Like it came along. And it really forced everyone to reevaluate, you know, like, what is it that you actually want? Like, are you happy where you are? And so, you know, for us, it was like, you know, working COVID, like those, remember those early days of COVID, like March, April of 2020, um, working in the hospital, there wasn't enough PPE going around. I remember having friends and family from overseas shipping me like PPE, So I could go to the ER and like the ER was like the only place of the hospital that was open. Um, And, you know, it was just a really crazy time. Um, We were all so nervous. There were no vaccines. Some of my colleagues were getting sick. Um, Of course, patients were dying. Um, And it was, you know, then, then we had, you know, I work for a large contract management group and they were like, oh, well, you know, we're actually probably going to cut your pay. (laughs) I was like, we're like, wait, they're like, Thank you so much for being frontline heroes. By the way, we're probably gonna cut your pay. Oh my God. And it was just like, like that does not add up, you know, like here we are, like literally potentially sacrificing our own lives um for work. And and then that's sort of like the thank you that we get. And so I was just like, well, okay, I value myself, but clearly <laughs> This practice that I work for doesn't. And even our medical director was like, don't bother going anywhere else. No one's gonna hire you guys. You know, and so it was just like from our employer and from our medical director, there was just a lot of messaging that didn't jive with me. And I was like, this is not okay. And I value myself. I know I bring a lot to the table. And, you know, honestly, like most of us are generating like millions a year for our hospitals and practices. And so it's like, I'm creating a million dollars in value and this is how I'm treated. And so it's like, that kind of was like the last straw for me. I was like, I don't want to just keep being like this employee of this organization and feeling like, you know, treated in this way and sort of feeling disempowered. Like this is all I had to, like all, all that there was and I had to just sort of take what came. And so the real like turning point came for me, when I started to just be like, Hey, I'm a free agent. And that thought was like really helpful for me. And I think like that, that was probably the inception of the rebel thought in my head mm-hmm. of like, I'm a free agent. Nobody owns me. I'm the one who like quite literally paid for my medical degree. Like I'm still paying for it. I still so have my skin. <laughs> but like, I'm the one who's paying for this. Like I'm the one who did the hard work to become this, you know, this physician. And so nobody owns me and nobody can tell me what I should and shouldn't do with my life. And so I started being like, well, okay, given that I'm a free agent, just like a professional athlete, you know, can go and be on any team. Like, what do I want for myself? And so I decided it was time to leave that practice and it was time for me to figure out something else. I um, had been thinking about telemedicine for quite some time and had never just really gone for it. But i was like well this is a perfect time like these there were like so many patients wanting to be seen over telemedicine um and so i was like i'm gonna just go ahead and do that so i gave my notice um and of course you know we have like the 90 day notice i had to stick around for a long time and had to deal with all the like different questions that come up of like what are you doing and why and all this other stuff and i just was like they can all think whatever they want (laughs) and this is what we know as coaches right they can all think whatever they want. It's just like a neutral circumstance in my thought model, and I get to think what I want about myself. And I just kept believing in myself that I was making the right decision. But this was the perfect thing for me, and even for my family because my kids were home, uh, you know, homeschooling. My daughter was going through some different things, like educationally, academically, that I really wanted to be there and support her for. And um, you know, more. And the other thing was like, I, you know, I'm the main breadwinner for my family. And I was like, you know what? Literally, if I get COVID and die, like, is my practice going to take care of my family? Like, no, like, they're not going to do anything to support my family, you know? And so I I really even just went to that, like, what, what if like that were to happen? Like, who's going to take care of my family? Like, I need to be around. My kids need me, you know, not only to financially support them, but like they need a mother in their life, you know? And so um, so that's where I was just like, let me take control of what's going on here. And so now what it looks like is I do telemedicine very part-time. I've grown my business even more. I, I basically went all in on myself in that time. I went all in on my business in that time, like when I left and was like, um, I'm just gonna go for this. And I did give myself time though. I was like, okay, it's not like I'm gonna build up this huge, massive business in a short period of time. I was like, gave myself some grace. Like even gave myself three months to get all my credentialing done for telemedicine and just gave myself that time to transition. Um, and you know, gave myself time to really grow my business, got a certification, life coaching certification. and um, so now I'm just like all in on my business and I and I always tell myself that I will never be an employee again, and no one's ever gonna like own me or my time again, and I'm gonna be the one in control. Of how i spend my time what i'm doing and you know even to the extent of like you know there were times where we were sort of being censored you know and in when we were working for the hospital where they were like if you have any media requests like we need to approve it we need to know what you're gonna say you know and and so i was like i actually had asked them to remove that clause and they were like no we need to know exactly what you're gonna say and when and where and i was like well i do a lot of media and and because at one point i was thinking about staying there and doing some part-time work for them and I was like, now that's it. Like, I'm not going to have anybody try to like take away my freedom of speech, my freedom of time, and um, or take away my dreams for me. So that's kind of where I,
0: how I ended up, how I transitioned. I hope that answers your questions. <laughs> it, it really does, and I think that it's really empowering because I just imagine a world where every physician has those thoughts because those are really good thoughts. Like, no one is in control of me. I'm in control, and. I think that we're a little, we're a little bit taught out of that. A lot of it taught out of that really in medicine and that we all feel like we're prisoners or we're, you know, we have, we have to give our time and ourselves to a system and we forget that we are in control of our own lives. So I, I love that. You shared all those really good thoughts for people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would like to know, tell me, tell me more about mama docs and what you're doing now. Cause you work with physicians or a lot of physicians, right. And, um, do you mind talking a little bit about that before we yeah. end here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So now, um, as I mentioned earlier, like I'm really passionate about health and wellness and coaching on that. And so I coach, um, physician moms on weight loss in my program called the Mama Docs Weight Loss Accelerator and, um, It's been really great um, helping other physician moms because I've been on that journey. I know all the struggles, all the stress eating that tends to happen, especially in the ER, became like a master of stress eating. (laughs) And so that was something that I really had to overcome. And I think also as moms, too, we have stress at home, you know, trying to raise kids, juggling all the things. We come home to a second shift of all the different responsibilities at home with kids and just the household too. So there's a lot on our plates and um, there's like four bad habits that I've identified that we tend to learn in med school that make it really hard for us to and sort of sabotage our weight loss efforts. And so um, I'm really passionate about helping other physician moms overcome that, um, some of those habits and really achieving weight loss in a way that works for them because Many of the other weight loss methods out there really don't work for our lifestyle, you know, things like counting calories or macros or points. Um and I I also don't think intermittent fasting is the greatest way either. Um and it's a, it's a very easy thing to tell busy people, just go just go do some intermittent fasting, just don't eat basically, right? <laughs> that seems to like solve the problem, but intermittent fasting is basically another form of calories in versus calories out. And so those are sort of in my opinion very outdated method of losing weight because our bodies don't work as simple as just a math problem of calories in versus calories out and there's so much more going on. And I believe that you know weight loss like the most important organ for weight loss is our brain. And until we get our brain working for us instead of against us, we're going to be spinning our wheels, trying different things, you know, like calories, counting calories, points, macros, all, all are short-term kind of fixes that don't really work for us. And so that's where I see a lot of women physicians yo-yoing. And these are all things I went through myself. So that's why I know about them. But <laughs> I see a lot of, you know, a lot of us yo-yoing with our weight, trying different things, not able to achieve lasting weight loss. And so, um, I'm really passionate about using your brain to work for you, really looking at the thoughts that are in our head, um, looking at some of the identities that we've taken on, you know, like I've got the sweet tooth, I'm a foodie, like all these kind of identities that we've taken on that sort of actually make it harder to lose weight too. And so, um, you know, my approach is really simple. It's very easy and it's effective and it, it literally takes just five minutes a day to implement and there's no like exercise required or anything like that to lose weight. Cause really the most powerful tool that we have to lose weight is our nutrition. And when we fix our nutrition, we can have less and and the and the thoughts going on in our head, then we can um truly really achieve lasting weight loss. So I'm all about like sustainable lasting weight loss and trying to make it easy, you know, because really, I mean, you know, Kristen, as a life coach, easy is just a decision, right? Like we can just decide that something's going to be easy. Um, we tend to make weight loss hard, right? Cause we associate weight loss with like deprivation and like dieting and it's like willpower. Right. But my approach is, is about not using deprivation, not using willpower and like shifting our mindset to like, Hey, it can be easy because easy versus hard. It's just all about perception. And so, um, yeah, that's what I'm really focused in on. And I have a free mini course people can check out um, where I, I share my top three secrets to lasting weight loss, specifically for physician moms without mounting calories, without fasting. And so if people would like to check it out, they can go to um, mamadocschool.com and um, go ahead and check it out. It's for
0: free. Awesome. And we'll we'll provide the link. For that as well because it sounds like a wonderful opportunity and one thing that i know to be true and i think that's obviously you know too but how we do one thing is how we do everything so if someone can feel empowered with um taking control of their health then it's that will that will it's like a snowball effect right because then they realize i really am in control and it could change then the course of their life and maybe go into their career or their family or the relationships so it's amazing what you're doing and thank you for that and uh, and everyone go check out that um free mini course and then on social media where can people find you there yeah um
1: the best place to go is instagram and you can find me there at mighty mom md and uh and i'm also i'm also at that handle on facebook too
0: Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was great talking to you. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you, Kristen. It was so fun. I appreciate it. Hey there just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was, really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with pretty easy podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and it's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out.